Welcome to the Two Fab Femmes Podcast with your hosts, Maggie Hill and Gina Cafaso. Conversations on every topic for women to survive in this great big world. Hey, fams, it's Maggie and Gina. And we are doing a little wicked, wicked time here. <laughs> you know what? Gina and I always have, and you know about the bumps in the night that we hear in Gina's house. Mod. <laughs> mod. My mod. 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 So uh, we actually have someone with us who's going to talk about those that walk amongst us. <laughs> hey, this. we just want to know, like, is this legit? I, I believe right. it. I know G believes it. Yeah. Right, G? Oh, heck yeah. And if, does mod really exist? I want to know this. I want to know. I say yes. <laughs> and if mod is French, we oui. We, <laughs> and if she is Russian, da. <laughs> don't go Russian. I on don't me. want her to be Russian. <laughs> Good God. Uh, but anyway, so we want to find out about that and how to recognize if you know if somebody is around or what's right. going on there. So this should be a really awesome show. I'm looking forward to it. Me too. Me too. Gina. Mm-hmm. We're gonna shimmy into a spooky little bar. <laughs> Like we do. <laughs> like we do. So before we get on with uh, Marilyn, let me know how your week was. Well, I found a drink that is so perfect for this show. Oh I have goodness. to tell you, it's called the Spirit Summoner. Oh. Seriously. And I was like, are you kidding me? So it's actually, it's an apple martini mix with vodka chilled and a green edible glitter Ooh. on the glass. It's very fancy. Edible glitter? Edible bling? Edible bling. Oh my God. Sit down. I'm surprised we didn't know about this sooner. Well, it just makes me want to paint it on my body and go home. Guess what, Jim? You can eat this. <laughs> oh my Lord. That is so funny. But I thought it's kind of perfect for this episode. I've had kind of a spiritual awakening this past week, so, you know. Oh, my God. It's kind of a good thing. Yeah, it's just like, the, yeah, well, 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 I don't even know if I want. Yeah, oh, I love Get that. Uh, <laughs> All right, so that's all I'm going to say about that. So how was your week, and what is your drink of pleasure? My week was good. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm super excited about this episode because those bumps in the night, is it my cat? Is it... <laughs> Jody, because oh yeah, she's hanging out still. Yeah, she, uh, you know sometimes I wonder. Yeah, oh yeah. Because last time we did something at my house, and there was Jody in the background. I, know. I don't know. I'm who curious is to know. It? I'm curious to know when we do this edit, like who maybe pops up if there, anything's going to pop up. It's you never know. Be so good. You never know. We but may have my visitors. Drink, hoping it's not this that that's in my house. Uh -oh. I'm doing the devil whiskers. <laughs> devil whiskers. George is the devil. It's awesome. <laughs> God. Photograph. <laughs> Poor Georgie. No, Georgie's It's a awesome. really cool looking drink, though. It looks like it has blood dripping down the sides. Right? Is that what That's it is? Whiskers. Oh, yeah. Frightening. And I'm going to tell you where I found this. It's one of the many drinks that Heidi Klum serves at her Halloween parties. And she does it up on her Halloween parties. She Holy owns cow. Halloween. Yeah. Seriously, seriously, that I'm, girl yeah. is the bomb. Oh, so, yeah. yeah, this is uh, this is a really cool looking drink, and there you go. But again, it ain't the devil. Yeah, no. hanging out at Macasa. No. <laughs> let's hope not. No. It is not. It is not. It is not. Well, let's find out who the he double hockey sticks. It is if there is anyone. Yeah, you never know. And it could be that it's all in my head. Totally. And I want to see if mods around, like what's going yeah, on. Right. So, all 
right. So here we go. Here we go. So excited to have Marilyn back with us. Welcome, oh Marilyn. Yay. Hey, thank you for having me back. Welcome back. This is great. Uh, we're so excited. It, uh, we're thanks. excited <laughs> and a little, uh, you know, spooked out a little bit. Edge. <laughs> they're out there. They're hanging out. They're with us, but it doesn't need to be super scary. Can you get into a little more detail about that? Like, what are some things that spirits might do that people would be scared of, but that they're just having fun with? Like um, well, sometimes something can happen that's completely inadvertent. And I know on your last show, I talked about a horror movie guy, and he's got a ton of movies out, and he's like really, you know, a lot of people follow him. And one day he called up, absolutely terrified. There's a ghost in my apartment. It's like, what are you talking about? There's a ghost here. <laughs> There's a kid. There's a kid here. And several people have seen him like <gasps> my next door neighbor has seen him the guy downstairs has seen him and he's totally freaked out but he seems to be in my apartment as well how do you know he's here in your apartment he's finding that all his stuff is being moved around oh he's my lord really into star wars toys and horror movie toys and all those hack em up toys hack em up toys well, hack yeah, up the toys. stuff i would not buy yeah and um he comes home and the stuff literally is rearranged it is totally rearranged and he'll have things that were on the shelf he'll find them on the floor so he's absolutely terrified and i tuned in i mean he's up in la and i tuned in down here in san diego and i didn't get anything scary at all i got this kid this kid who hangs out in place oh so we went up there we went in and we started talking to this kid. And he's this really nice kid. He wasn't that old. He was about eight, nine years oh old. Oh, my goodness. Just started That's talking to him. Just started, yeah, he's, hey. He's hanging so out. And so this kid is talking about he's all processed. He's not a poltergeist. He processed. He went where he's supposed to go. And he hangs out with his great-grandparents. And, his, and I, he had a couple of grandparents that had passed that he hangs out with. Um, his parents live not too far away. They're alive. And he, he hangs out there a lot of the time. But when his because well, he had more toys to play with, probably well, is why he was like, exactly "Hey, exactly what happened?" He yeah. was with his mom, and they were outside, and this guy happened to bring home one of these big boxes of whatever he's going to build in there, you know. And I mean, he has models and all kinds of things, and he just decided, "I want to play with that." So he goes in and he plays oh, with wow. it. He did not mean to scare our friend at all. Absolutely didn't mean to scare him. And basically, our friend who's into all of this horror stuff was like, well, tell him never to come back. And it's like, I thought that was a little like, you know, yeah. well, why? I mean, he's not, he's he's not break anything. anything. Yeah. And he was terrified. The real deal, he was terrified. So he very nicely asked this kid to not come back, and he hasn't come back. So wow. I but I wonder question. where he went after. Oh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. there you go. So yeah. there's that. But the question is, is he playing with these things while while this horror movie guy is out of the house like Most, yes so he's oh, not so sleeping he and he hears things going on no he has had that happen on occasion but don't forget he's yeah. also inviting it in because he finds it entertaining ah, so, oh so that yeah so, right yeah. yeah yeah so he finds you know but when it's on him he's not yeah. finding it when it's the real well, deal not so much. You well, know? did the did the boy know that what he was doing was scaring him? No, or, he, really he had didn't. no. He really didn't. And last time we talked on the show, last time about the same horror movie guy, 
and about how a bunch of kids were showing up in his apartment, slowly pulling the blanket off of him while he was in bed. That did happen. Um, and that scared the crap out of him, but he, he really did not, when we, when we tuned in to all of these kids, they were trying to return the favor. This guy is good at scaring yes, people right. and they thought he would love it, but he was terrified. Well, I think so, we're going to call him squirmish horror story yeah. guy now. <laughs> squirmish horror movie. And I, he can dish it out, but he can't take it. That's so <laughs> subtitle. <laughs> We want to make it so he'll tell us. It's okay to use his name. But one thing that is interesting, when you feel a higher vibration, somebody out of body, they vibrate at a higher frequency because they're just as viable as we are. They're just not dragging around this carcass we have. Mm -hmm. And uh, we use carcass for a Halloween show. Oh, there you go. There you go. That works. Carcass. Meat suit. Meat suit. Yeah. So people out of body, because they vibrate at a higher frequency, they're... It, when they hug us, when there's a present, we will feel what feels like a cold spot, but it's a higher vibration. So people equate it with icy and a chill and sure. that feeling of, um, you know, goosebumps. Yeah, I was going to just ask about that. Frightened. Yeah. They actually will have goosebumps when they're being hugged by somebody they love and it's <gasps> not scary at all. And, and there are places that are known to be uh, haunted or that people hang out in and they will feel a cold spot. I felt that pretty often as well. And they're hanging out. Yeah, because how can you recognize if, you know, the spirits walk amongst yeah, us, they're if around you will? Us. And uh, what was I watching? I was watching a show recently where they said, well, your grandmother is coming in the middle of the night and just petting your hair to this gal. And it's just because she loves you and she misses you. And the gal was like, can you tell her to stop doing that? Yeah, I mean, yeah. but is that... You know, it's really a, an endearment. Yeah, it totally is. And usually when I channel that kind of thing, people are thrilled about it. I've really? had very little where... And, and people want to know yeah. what's going oh, yeah. on. If people are hanging out, do they watch you go to the bathroom? Yeah, are they watching they watch you, you shower? In the shower? <laughs> or getting and a little nookie? Yeah, exactly. I'm there. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. people ask about that all the time. Yeah. And again... I do a lot of, you know, mantras around what I work and I set the intention that it be for healing purposes and all that good stuff. Um, but they'll be honest. I, I guess that stuff goes on, but it has never been in my frame of reference mm. other than a frisky husband. Yeah, or I was going to say a perverted little man or, checking out. You know, <laughs> saying, hey, I still, I still check out in the shower if that's okay with you. But yeah. that's usually when the person is like, well, yeah. You know, right. so when I was a kid, people would talk about being afraid of ghosts. And of course, I saw out of body people. And my mother always said, it's the live ones you have to watch out for. <laughs> the dead ones aren't going to bother you. And in my yeah. life experience, that was wise counsel. She saw out of body people too. Uh, but it's it really is they're they're not out to get you. Mm-hmm. What I have learned from um, evil intention people who pass they're really in kind of a suspended state of unconsciousness until they gain consciousness and expand. Hmm. On the other hand, I mean it is a Halloween show. What more is out there? I don't know because I ask to not mm-hmm. see anything that isn't on that highest vibration. Yeah. But I right. do see a lot of humor and a lot of fun out there. Well, Whaley House in San Diego oh, has yes. to be Old Town. one of the scariest places and the most haunted. Um, we're from the East Coast, and we would go to Breakers, the mansions in Rhode Island. And in one of them, in the bedroom, in one bedroom, I just got this overwhelming, I felt cold and then hot and just such deep grief. And it was many years ago. 
Um, but I just kind of freaked out and had to get away from that room. And Harry, my husband, you know, will look things up afterwards. I just let it go. And he found out that a young girl had passed in that room. She had been sick and she passed in that room. And I tuned in the way I did for the horror movie guy with that kid to find out, was that girl available? Was she hanging out there? Did she need help going home? No, she wasn't there at all. What I was picking up on was the grief that happened in the room. Oh, wow. I mean, sometimes you want to open the windows and just air it out and people use sage and, you know. Right. But there was such just a... Open the, just, just open, open the, the window. window. It's, it's <laughs> same, no, along the same thing. Right, know? right. <laughs> window, a different kind of window. Right? <laughs> kind of, yeah, yeah, it's exactly. So just want to let, you know, the, the ethereal breeze come through. But sometimes you you can pick up on such a heaviness of grief and sadness that you'd think a place is completely haunted. And That's interesting. It wow. wasn't. Maybe another room was. I won't say it wasn't. But, mm, wow. but what I was encountering was just leftover grief. And if somebody is an empath, which there's a, there are a lot of people who see and hear people out of body, but there are also people who just pick up on Feels. other people's stuff and they can feel things wow. and they're very empathic. So they might think, you know, you wonder what it is. Even I would have thought, oh, that girl's just hanging out in there and maybe she needs some help. Um, and that brings us to the whole thing of, well, who, who is hanging out there? Mm-hmm. You know, I think there are plenty of people who have processed and are hanging out with us. Most kids who are out there say heaven wouldn't be heaven if I couldn't be with the people I love. Oh. So it isn't like they're not supposed to hang out with us. I right. Like that. I do too. Yeah. I mean, it's it would be horrible if they're sitting on a cloud with a harp and they can't see their parents. That would be really tough. Yeah. It doesn't mean that they don't get mischievous and want to have some fun sometimes. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean they go they don't go along with you to different places. Right. You know, um, could you have people around you that aren't related to you? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Like ancestors too, like let's say. Or yeah, they... absolutely. But I think also we're sitting together, your out-of-body people are hanging out, mm-hmm. and they especially love hanging out when they know somebody can channel them. So you have a grandmother, yes? Yes. So oh, she's yeah. right over your head. So she's, and she's so feisty. She is so, and <laughs> Depends on which funny. one too, because they're she both. She has guts. Okay. Um, well, because the one mm. on your father's side, the tougher one. Uh-huh. Okay. Yes. She says, that's me. Yeah. Honey, ah. that's me. You're going to do a Halloween show? I'm coming in for that one. <laughs> ah. So, because she could love be her. tough. She did not look at the bright side of life, did she? I didn't know her, but, but she's, yeah, she's she she lived a hard life. It was yeah, pretty tough. It wasn't easy for her, yeah. but she's hanging out. And people will, when they know that there's a possibility of being seen or heard, they will come in because they'll want people to mm-hmm. relay messages. But they're hanging out with us all the time. So how scared do we want to be? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And when you mentioned, I got goosebumps down my, just my right arm. Nowhere else, and really. And she's hanging right over, and I don't know if you're seeing where I'm looking above yeah. your head, but she's right over your right side. Oh, that's so crazy. So our bodies do react to them, and I do right. believe they we react to them whether or not we're conscious that they're here. So if we're conscious of it, it's a lot more fun and a lot more healing to the people you love who are mm-hmm. hanging out. You know, it's interesting. If you go to a movie that might interest somebody of the age of your loved ones who are out there, You'll see a lot of people out of body just hanging out. I've been to the movies where I've seen more out of body people than in body people. Wow. It, it's That's really crazy. interesting. So, does that mean you're That's not going to go to the movies anymore? No. Because uh, they're uh, everywhere. No. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Maggie goes in with her husband. It's an empty theater, but the two of them, and they hear all these people laughing and clapping. <laughs> Stop. They still have the same interests. Right. And it isn't that, you know, people have, there are a lot of terms, and I don't even know what terms people use, but people will sometimes say somebody is earthbound or they're stuck here. And we don't see that that much. 
um, although it does happen. And the thing is, again, it's all about healing, so we don't want to make it scary. But once in a while, there can be, you know, especially in a setting where somebody is begging somebody not to go. That's why it's really nice, no matter how tough it is, even if you if you have to lie, um, just to just say, I understand your body can't hold you. Even if you can't say it's okay to go because you're lying, to just say, I understand that your body can't yeah, hold why? you anymore. Because people will sometimes feel so guilty that they'll, they won't want to leave the room. You know, so, and that does happen. I've heard of that quite a bit. Yeah. And actually it happened to my mom when my grandfather died. Like yeah. she told him it was okay to go and he died hours later, I think. Yeah, that happens a lot. And yeah. sometimes when nobody tells somebody it's okay, they'll go out of body. And especially, you know, once in a while a kid, you know, please, you can fight it, you can fight it, you can make it. And then the kid, the body can't, and they think they're being a bad kid and they're not at all. But, you know, they kind of bounce around a little bit. And until they realize that they'll have access once they process. You know, so once they go into light, they'll they'll have full access. But there are people out of body to help with that. There are guides out there that can help with that. And there are people here that can help with that. You mentioned the word processed. So what does that actually mean? What is that? Um, From what I've been told, because they tell me after. I'm sure we've been here so many times that we all know the whole process. But in terms of us just trying to remember it, being in human body, I guess we're not supposed to. But people will talk about it. It usually takes anywhere from, I would say, most of a day to two and a half days. And once somebody goes into the light, they meet up with everybody who's out there. Sometimes people have a preview. They're greeted with the people that love them and that are with them or that they want to be with. They're not forced to be with anybody. And they settle in a little bit and they see life review. And, you know, after that, they have access to us. Speaking of other people that we don't know, mm-hmm. I have a friend, Rachel, who goes to New Orleans. And she goes, so she loves it there. Something draws her there. But every time she comes back, she has these experiences in her home. So she had a New Orleans cookbook that was, it's an old cook. She got like a first edition. It was on her shelf. And with several trinkets and she'd go upstairs and come down and the cookbook would be on the floor open on a page but all the trinkets were fine um things like that and yeah she, they don't break anything and they don't harm anything yeah, right it's weird and yeah. i said yeah, so what was it her. what was yeah. the page yeah, yeah i know really what was it jambalaya and she said i didn't want to look i got scared <gasps> oh, it was and probably, i said here's yeah. a message here's what i'm getting yeah. about this um these are her soul sisters she's worked and probably many of us have in the olden days with the cauldron and you know and she reminds me of that type of well she's an empath she's an old soul for she's, sure she's an old soul she's probably worked in new orleans before you know and has a real pull That's there interesting. it probably feels really familiar i got a heart thing i could think of you know I, some people if they're looking for the creepy factor I'd be really concerned, but picking up on her energy, she's a pretty responsible person. She's, she's actually a really lovely person. She's amazing. Very good-hearted, good-hearted incredibly hearted, smart. Young. Doesn't take no for an answer. Stubborn as all get out. Well, and just delighted to be with. <laughs> Delightful. You know, so it's interesting because she'll go there and she literally is a magnet for energies who want healing. And so they'll follow her home. I'm not getting that they're doing anything invasive or harmful to her. Um, or scaring her, but they might be scaring her because they're trying to let her know they're there. So, But they're not attacking or doing anything vengeful in any way. How do you suggest if she finds out if she's open? Is she just so open and she doesn't realize it? She's like, I don't know why this is happening. Is there a way that we can realize that she has ah, a but, yeah, but here's the thing. How many times has she gone? Whenever it happens, she's pulled to go and do it again. 
She she goes all the time. Right. They're, they're, her friends out there are saying she she might be asking questions about it, but having the answers has not stopped her from going and doing exactly what she's doing. Right. So she just gets a pull, an empathic pull. And she's a healer from way, way back. And it's, it's interesting because she can worry about little things sometimes, very, very technical. And yet... Um, there's something very loving about her. She doesn't stay angry for long. She lets things go. And her intention, I mean, what is her, you know, she probably isn't that clear on her intention, except it feels that her intention is clear even if she's not conscious of it. And it feels like she's in the process of, do souls need to be saved? All souls are fine. All souls are in light. But helping people with whatever they might need. It feels like that's what's going on. I don't get more than three or four coming with her at a time. It doesn't feel like they're attaching. There are a lot of keywords I want to stay away from. Okay. I don't think they're possession. I don't think that. But there's a vibration. She has a pretty high vibration. Are these people that she knew in her past? No, no, no. They're just, no. no. Well, actually, that's not true. Some of the ones that are hanging out and processing with her, there's three or four of them that are women that she's worked with before and that she has kind of a soul connection with. Yeah. But each time she comes back, there's a few others that kind of straggle because they like the energy and they just process. And again, there are out-of-body people everywhere. But she's getting a pull there. And it's so funny because the women who are out there channeling in, they're saying it's like that joke, you know, go do that voodoo that you do so well. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's, there's, that fits. It's such a connotation and fear around there. And they also know that, you know, there's a lot where they're being recognized. You know, a lot of people, there are a lot of pockets where there are mediums that really see a lot and hear a lot. So they kind of like it there, but I think that they're looking for expansion and she's an anchor because she's in the earth plane with this out-of-body people helping that she's not even really aware of to help people go where they need to go or her energy is kind of healing for them. But again, I'm not getting any, anything negative around her per oh, se. That's so great. But yeah, she that's great. really should do protection. I mean, I wouldn't set foot anywhere without doing I mean, in the morning, you just do protection. Is there anything icky? Well, there are icky people on the earth plane. So why wouldn't right. there be? But yeah. is there on a the protection? other hand, I feel like there's protection. But I think what like Maggie that. was getting to, is there something that she can say is or a, something she can do? Oh, that, absolutely. A protection? Absolutely. Yeah. Prayer is there a prayer or something? I'm sure could, the one I use... Basically, the first part for protection, we clothe ourselves in a robe of light composed of the love, power, and wisdom of God. That surrounds you. It isn't, it isn't like an egg or a... It's permeable. You don't want this wall because you want to be able to have your energy. That's why we're here, to mm -hmm. feel energy. And, and if somebody is around giving you a hug out of body, I would assume you want to feel it. Mm -hmm. So let's assume people do. So that's the first part. Well, then that leaves you open then. That leaves you pretty porous. So then you have to state your intention. And as soon as you do, I really believe you're all set. Um, I wear it. So there's the robe of light, the clothes clothing us. Um, I wear it not only for my own protection, but also so that those who see it or come in contact with it will be drawn to God and healed. So that means you're not inviting in any vibration that's lower than your own. There's out-of-body people all over the place and there's no reason to be afraid of them to be quite honest i think they're giving us um, it's interactive right. and they're giving us advice and helping us every day whether you know it or not that's so great i have a story actually kind of when my grandmother died and my grandfather remarried they moved back into their home where she died and she was laid out in this house by the way 
And so when they were sleeping in her bedroom, there is a story, and I've never really known if it's if it's true or not, but my mom said they both saw it, my grandfather and my step-grandmother, I guess you'd call her, that my grandmother was at their double doors, opening them, slamming them, opening them, slamming them, Gina. and they could hear the taffeta of her Gina. dress that she was buried in. <gasps> and so... Because she was probably annoyed that they're sleeping in her bed in the house. Yeah. So I don't know if that's totally true or not. But yeah, I mean, that um, would scare me to death. I think things like that can happen. Yeah. I think I look at it mostly as having a sense of humor. Yeah. On the other hand, most people who love well really want to have their in-body person have someone to love them. Uh-huh. And um, it's, it's interesting. Does that mean everyone's happy? I don't know. So will they kind of fool around that way? Yeah, she could have well, been playing. how long did he wait? <laughs> Not that long. That's what I wanted. <laughs> Just Maybe saying, it wasn't that long. You know, it's, it's really funny because... <laughs> She's like, um, hell no. Not in my house. That's what she was saying. No, I'm kidding. I said move on, but I didn't mean it tomorrow. <laughs> no, that was it's, quick. It's, there, it's funny. There's, I really think that people will get That's their funny. opinion across That's... and not necessarily mean to scare the crap out of people, yeah. but... Well, he kind of deserved to be scared. That's slamming all. doors. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. And there were those. What are those doors? I can't think what yeah, they're the called. The sliding doors. doors. Yeah. My cousins had a house back in Massachusetts. That That's where this was. That's everybody that. seemed to have like an issue with people in there, out of body people hanging out in there. And so um, the parents were going away. My cousin was like in high school, and my husband and I were the only ones who weren't afraid. There was a lot of activity in that house, and my husband and I were asleep, and we heard like somebody moaning. <laughs> And I said, is that you? And he said, no, is that you? And we realized it wasn't at all. At one point, my my cousin, who was... Okay, I would be like, I'm out. (laughs) She she told us, you know, you might not want to stay here. But again, her kid wouldn't stay there by himself. And we were fine. Nothing negative scary happened. I mean, it's scary, but it wasn't, it was it's more playful. It's moaning, Marilyn. Yes. Honestly. <laughs> Mo- ask movie horror yeah. guy. It's one of his biggest sound effects. Okay. <laughs> I guess like I quite a bit. check. I always thought yeah. moaning was nice. So I was like, it was a different kind of moaning. <sighs> That's now. funny. I love that. So my cousin is washing her hair and just in her undergarments, leaning over the sink, rinsing her hair out, which why, why does somebody do it in the sink anyway? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But at any rate, she felt somebody put a hand on her. And she whipped around and screamed at him and said, nobody invited you. You're not paying rent. You get the hell out of here. Right. And he never came back. You're not paying You're rent. Paying rent. Never, that oh, was amazing. But, yeah, but we, we did find out oh. down the road, and my cousins will get on me for this. They no longer own the house. Oh, Lord. Um, but they did find out. They're pretty sure that there was some gangster activities <gasps> there and that a couple of people were bumped. So does that mean that's what it was? I don't know. Possibly. I don't know. know. (laughs) Again, (laughs) this part, we're we're coming at it from such a different perspective than the normal channel. Yeah, right. But on the other hand, I really have to focus on love and light. And I think sometimes people out there are just trying to get our attention and be acknowledged. Now I have a question too. If you, let's say, like, I remember like, you would tell me about my friend Jody that I talked to her a lot. And I do. I still do. Even yeah. though, you know. And they get every word you put yeah. out. Yeah. Okay. That's what I was going to ask. Do they, yes. and do they sometimes respond back that maybe, in, in maybe things that we wouldn't expect, like maybe a commercial on television, something on the radio. I mean, when oh, they do. constant. You, yeah. You're playing shuffle on your MP3 or yeah. I thing yet? Because they'll just stop the music cold and put in with the song they want. 
I love that. And that happened to a whole group of us. In fact, the mom I was with today, whose son is out of body, with her, a group of us hanging out, and people were talking about, oh, my father's favorite song was this. Stops, the song comes on. It just, I only had like, I have Spotify on my phone now, Mm -hmm. and I only have like a few songs because I just got it. It just stopped playing my stuff, went to random stuff, and played the songs that people were talking about their parents or their child or it was crazy i had a weird thing even happen this morning when i was listening to our episode my phone switched over to my itunes which i didn't do and it was a song bye bye love but it's the one from uh, that french artist i can't think of her name but it's that same song and i was like where is this coming from and it did it twice and i didn't touch it i wasn't even near it and it did it twice i'm like okay brother that's that's out of body i i have brother i was just this is he's he plays with you Oh, all the time. All the time. So is that scary? Not necessarily, but... No, because I actually expect it. Yeah. But he, you know, and with the song thing, when I held him for five years, I had his ashes for five years. I just couldn't release him. But I knew it was time. And so my husband and I went to Yosemite, was his favorite place. Hmm. And we went and released his ashes. And here we were in our RV, and it was pouring rain and you're driving Yosemite good god we pulled up to the spot that we wanted to take him which was the most beautiful view you could possibly imagine and a creek it stopped raining when we parked we of got course, out it's amazing you no know, it was amazing we did our thing we celebrated him we got back in the RV and it started trickling again you couldn't get a song on the radio to save your life you couldn't get a song and we had pandora and we were streaming train okay the the band train. Band. okay all of a sudden as you're kind of hearing train and it's going in and it's not playing uh i did a video for him when he first passed and i used green days you know hope you had, had the time, the time, time of your life, life. And this plate, and I have a recording of it because I'm like, I get the chills up and down my legs right now. It was amazing. And it played from front to back. And I said, I love you, Andy. And I turned off the video. I have it today. And no song ever played again. And that's when my husband became a believer. Mm -hmm. And he still tells that story today. That's amazing. It was amazing. There's so many things. And physics really backs it up. I mean, it's it's the, the law of physics is vibration attracts the same vibration. And he literally, you know, our energy on the earth plane is more dense. I mean, again, we're dragging these bodies around, which are, it's fine. But electricity has a higher vibration, so they'll play with the electricity. Digital is higher, so they'll play with it. And I've downloaded several times now that within 25 to 35 years, I'll be out of a job because it'll be full communication through digital technology. And I'm really excited about that. I think it'll be very helpful to people. Interesting. That's, uh, Can you ask favors from those that have passed that you love and you know, like, do so they have any with, control? Would be interesting yeah. too. Do they have so, any? I think that they're incredibly helpful, and I don't want to limit people's idea of what they should ask for. Me personally, because of how I go about it, I don't ask for lottery tickets, and it's a big joke in the family. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, why don't you ask for that? You know, right. and it just one time they would. Why don't you ask for that? You know, <laughs> and, and, I mean, I, I, you know, one time I got a lottery ticket. I said, okay, tell me what number. And they said, 14. I said, okay. And they said, the rest you guess, but that's the only one that's going to come out. 
Oh. And it was. Oh. And I just thought, okay, they're just not going to tell me. And that's they just fine. <laughs> you know? You're like, can't you give me the others? Come yeah, on, no, people. They, they don't. But, they don't want to help again, you. I, I don't want to dissuade other people. Well, well do they also sudden, look out for you, maybe throw up some barriers or some like, you know, like, like move you, shift you in different directions so you don't go down that road or. Yes. And, and so then people will ask, well, how come they stop that from happening, but not this thing from happening? Mm-hmm. So there is a lot going on that's beyond our understanding. Mm-hmm. And one thing they have downloaded, which I think is a crack up, is the physical brain is a lot lower vibration than the soul itself. Mm. Memory is contained in the soul. The brain is, it, it categorizes. It's a nice computer. But can we really understand, you know, time warps and, you know, soul travel and astral travel? I mean, it, it goes so far beyond some of that if they want to get our attention it's a lot easier for them to do it through digital technology and that's why they're showing up in pictures as warps Mm -hmm. and they're playing with the music thing is so much fun for them and for us and it tends to be something uplifting but all of a sudden after somebody passes their parking karma changes there's always that space right in front all of a sudden they'll be seeing pennies that people call it pennies from heaven there's one woman i channel her son she's getting pennies all the time and he said he's gonna up the ante so she started nickels and dimes and he says i'm gonna up it even more she found a five dollar bill oh wow he told her i gotta do that to my grandmother 20 but do they manifest it do they call your attention to it it's hard to know but I do know they do manifest things and it's beyond my comprehension in a way, but they do. She's finding them in her bedroom where she doesn't bring money. You know, it's like she's finding them in places where nobody else has been and the house has been closed up. We have a thing in my family about pennies. My grandmother used to leave, you know, they didn't have a lot of money then. She would tape pennies to their presents at Christmas time. My mom was sitting watching television and she heard something plop on the floor and she looked down and there was a penny on the floor just she hadn't moved it just fell from the sky i I do believe that happened and so we have but we find pennies all the time my cousin was in a really serious accident and this woman was in the ambulance with her and so when the pair i'm getting chills right now the paramedics came to help her she's like where's the woman that's been sitting with me and they said there's no woman here what are you talking about and she described what she was wearing and it was an outfit my grandmother wore so she was actually in there because it was a really right. bad accident. So they will do that. Amazing. They will do that. Um, I have a friend actually in Massachusetts who um, he heard the screecher brakes. He went running out and there was a kid that had been hit. And it was like kind of one of those bigger truck kind of things. Mm. And um, there was another man there. And, and the man, he just went over and he said to the man, OK, we're going to lift. We're going to lift. And together they lifted it. They got her out. She survived. She came over after she was out of the hospital. And um, he, he went looking for the person. The, the police came. Everyone was there when he was still there with this other man. There was no other man in body. Wow. He realized that after. He thought he was in body. That out-of-body man helped him lift this truck off of this girl so she could get out. The more you become in tune and the more you expand and the more you invite in, whether you're inviting in fun, a little scary, and you know, or the loving grandparents, you mm-hmm. do want to do the, the protection because we, we know the ones who love us and your grandmother, they're not going, and your brother, they're not going to come in and do anything scary or anything bad. Mm-hmm. But if you're opening up, if you're totally opening up, you know, we talked about the mantras I use for protection and intention. When I'm about to channel, I'll say, please, God guides people who are here for God's healing, both in body and out of body, angels, archangels, ascended masters, and I might fill in with whoever comes in for that session. Help me to be a clear conduit. 
Let the funnel open above my head as you see fit. Let all that I do be in your will. So you're going to see that I ask for that expansion to go to the highest realms wow. and expand there. What would you say to people that are, I guess, skeptical, but but a little like just afraid of it? Like think that it's, it's darker that, versus being the light that it, it well, really is. Well, I think is. there's a couple of reasons to be afraid. And one is learned, you know, one is, but I think that if somebody tunes in, you know, for me, religion is all about love or it should be. But on the other hand, I do think that people might have had scary things happen to them. I, I wouldn't, because I don't go there, I would never negate it. Mm -hmm. it. It's like if somebody comes and has a tale of woe that somebody maybe abused them or like the Me Too movement, you know, you don't want to negate anything. You might find that if you're a very positive person or you tend to, and I'm not, you know, all of us have everything in us, but if you tend to be more cup half full, a lot of negative people can't tolerate that. Mm -hmm. Or a lot of people who are very invested in their pain as opposed to healing it, you know, it'll help sort it out without you doing the work when you ask for help. What is your take on seances? It depends on the, I mean, it's, it's a funny word. I, I wouldn't, I would stay away from Ouija boards like crazy. Oh, yeah. I would never let one in the house. Um, I think they are, you know, we are, we are all spiritual portals for communication. So I think that especially, um, teenagers are with tons of energy. I don't know if you were like this when you were kids, but back in the day we would do Ouija boards and there'd be all totally. this communication and mm -hmm. then something would fall off a shelf and, we'd and then we would out. do, yeah, right. <laughs> and we'd all start screaming and then right. there's levitation. We would go around a person. Oh, light as a feather, stiff as a board. Fingers, uh -huh. and a person floats right up in the yeah. air. These things are real. Would I mess with that now? Absolutely not. No. I know, I know too much about it. Um, but again, I, I wouldn't, unless I were a seance, I mean, what is it I'm doing every time when I channel? You could call it that. It depends on what your terminology is. I don't tend to think of it that way. Um, it's, it's interesting. A seance, I wonder, to, there are two things about a seance that I'd be a little nervous about. One is you're inviting anyone in without discretion, mm. or you're asking for somebody because they're famous or because they're this or they're that, maybe without the right intention, mm. or maybe the intention isn't as pure. Well, you mentioned famous just, people. Yeah, I was like, just going to ask about celebrities. Yeah. Oh my God. But, see, same brain. We same share brain. the same brain. So, Wait, who, 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 no, I said, we said, well, I was going to ask you about famous people, yes. and she said she was going to ask you about celebrities, celebrities. So, we, so we share the really same brand celebrities yeah, yeah. well so, it's it's interesting one thing that was really fun and i'm allowed to talk about it because she tells me it's okay and i just love her is lucille ball um i channeled her for we love lucy we all love lucy <laughs> she is really funny she the first time i channeled her i had no idea who she was it it's so interesting at the end of the session she just looked at me lucy did and she said TV is the medium for the medium. Ooh. Oh, wow. TV is the medium for the... So, okay, that's cool. I get called in for a TV show eventually, and it turned into a pretty big TV show. And um, they were interviewing mediums, so you can kind of figure it out. Ah, <laughs> so, I think I know. Um, I was at the tail end because I was already channeling for a lot of the people who were involved. So I didn't come in until the tail end and they put you on tape and you do what's called blind reading. So you don't know the person. So you're blind to whatever <laughs> blind their story right is. I hadn't been there for the two days that they were only interviewing mediums. And so it's this giant soundstage and, you know, they get you all ready and you're out there. And so while they're clipping the mic and everyone's out there, and you know, I said, oh, listen, before we start, Lucille Ball is here and she wants to tell you that TV is the medium for the medium. 
And you could hear a pin drop. It got really, really quiet. I'm looking around going, wait, we're all mediums here, right? So, you know, you're interviewing mediums. Why are you so shocked? What I didn't know and that they told me, they were freaking out because about three or four other mediums that day and the day before channeled the exact same sentence (gasps) from Lucy. When you're invited into somebody's home and somebody puts you on, so to speak, you're you're there to help them. You're there to lift them. You're there to mm-hmm. heal them. And that's what she thought about every day when she went to work, which I haven't heard before. She's just saying this. I'm hearing oh, it now wow. for the first time, too. Wow. I that, love that. So that I think cool. that's Thank amazing. You. But how did she, like, because she had some tumultuous things happen in her personal life. How did she, like, just tune that out and get on stage and just... Um, she go. says, you, you don't tune it out. The people who have had the most f- pain are usually the funniest. The funniest. I, because I, I we need that. to be. Robin look Williams. at any comedian. Yeah. Look yeah. at any comedian. We need the balance. Yeah. And yeah. Marilyn, talk about <laughs> proving yourself legit. <laughs> there was just no question at that time, yeah. right? Well, it's like, okay, Marilyn's right. here. Yeah. She's so, the real deal. No, yeah, but right. so all right. those other mediums that picked oh it up, goodness. they got the same thing. The stories that do reach me where people are frightened, it's usually people having fun or just horsing around. Now, is she, so, has Lucy done anything to anyone to freak them out? <laughs> no, she, she has shown up and helped me once in a while. Really? Um, yeah, she will. She'll come in and kind of... She, she's a big proponent of taking care of yourself. And, um, you know, I know there's a whole industry in terms of self-care. And mm-hmm. I was sitting with a bunch of therapists not too long ago. And somebody said, oh, I specialize in self-care. And, you know, I just thought, what kind of made-up stuff? You know... It's a real thing, and it's something we really all need to pay attention to, but right. I tend to not. She's literally shown up and said, you need to rest more, you need to be eating this, you need to be... Wow. She's, she's been, you know, I, I wouldn't say full-on mentoring, but she's shown up, you know, and she will show up if I have a gig or it's a media gig. She'll show up and oh, kind she's, of... I love her. Awesome. I love yeah. her. She did movies. Mm-hmm. And she, she did, did the long, 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 oh, yeah. long, 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 Oh, the long, trailer. Long, 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 she did she did broadway she yeah was she was broadway. amazing talented you know, amazingly talented all, but she said there's an intimacy to tv where you're in somebody's home and they can react without being watched or mm-hmm. judged or looked at and i love the idea of somebody sitting there in their robe and torn jammies or whatever it is because that's when they're the most real they're going to laugh louder they're going to cry harder and they're going to expand their hearts. <laughs> I do love the concept of those that have passed coming back to heal us. And my daughter and Gina knows just went through something a little bit internally tumultuous. So it was she was trying to find her path. She had the nerve to call me on her 25th birthday and go, I'm having a quarter of a century breakdown. <laughs> quarter of a <laughs> she, century. Yeah, because I was going to see her the next day for her birthday. She's like, I was a quarter of a century. And then she went through the last six months a little bit strange, but she's come back full circle and things are really happy again. And she said to me, Mom, I'm just so, it's just crazy that things are back the way they were, but better. How do you think I got here? Do you think it was Uncle Andy? And prior to that, she never really talked about stuff like that. You know what Hmm. I mean? And I've always been, you know, well, you know, I'm on a first name basis with God, for instance. And and she just never really talked about it. And here she was saying it just brought Uncle Andy says she has to be willing. And here's the thing. 
if you don't ask, they're really not allowed to help us to the full extent. I mean, they'll find us parking spaces and they'll mm-hmm. find lost things and they'll yeah. help us in so many. I mean, they're there in trauma. They're there to help us constantly. But if we tune in and ask, and again, a lot of people are afraid, and I think this is the old religious thing, we shouldn't bother them, they're busy, and they report constantly what could be more important than the people I love. So Uncle Andy says, yes, he's running to her, he talks to her, he helps her, he's non-invasive, but she has to be willing, and a couple of times she looked up and went, yeah. I think that's what it is. Like it is. when she, she said up. that, I was shocked because I knew that she actually turned. And in he didn't the have an easy time. No, he had a really hard time. Mentally, he had a really hard time. Yeah, and he he had trouble with depression too, didn't he? Yeah. And so he's making sure that that pattern stops Mm -hmm. and that whatever it is that's going on for, I don't get her being clinically depressed, not in the least, but he wanted to make sure that whatever was going on for it didn't lead to some depression. And he was, he was on it like, you know. Uh, he, he's so funny he's showing bears and honey like Winnie the Pooh in a pot of honey and that's the thing because once in a while if things get heavy they'll throw in something sweet literally honey or they'll crack a joke well it's funny They're... you say that because she always texts me and she goes hi and does a honey pot oh no way hi, well, he, honey. he knows really? that that's... swear to god I'll pull up my text no right I'm now. like that's like so amazing but that's, that's why so See, I have no idea and I didn't put it together as the medium. That's I didn't put it together. To me. But he knows what he's talking about, and so do you. If I get it, it doesn't matter as long as you get it. Well, I have a question too. You said that you got to be open to it. What if someone's so down that they can't pull themselves out of it? Do they see that as a cry for help and jump in sometimes, or do you have to be you have to be open to them um, helping? I think we get help all the time, whether we ask or not. I really do. Mm-hmm. I think that. Um, and again, it, I get a, a view out the window, and I think there are French doors. So mm-hmm. what I'm, I'm telling you within the limitation French, of... I love that. French doors. <laughs> yeah. Within the limitation of what I see and hear, I'm mm-hmm. sure there's much more going on out there. Um, they want to help us. They're mm-hmm. all over us. If somebody mm-hmm. is having what you might refer to as a dark night of the soul or something like mm-hmm. that, they will post a vigil, vigil with us. They will literally come through and say, do you remember that night and you were debating and you were, we sat with you and then mm-hmm. you said this and then you played this song. I mean, they'll give enough details so that you know for sure they're there. Um, I got sidetracked. Hold on yeah. a second. Oh, okay. They're just That's laughing weird. out there. Your brother's laughing and laughing. She's showing me the honeypot he on just, her. He interrupted and started laughing. Explain what happened because I got sidetracked. That's so funny. Laughter. I was showing Gina the little honey pot. The honey pots from my daughter so whenever cute. she texts me. Call honey. Hi, Hi honey. <laughs> with the honey pots. That's it's so cute. Terrible. That's really cute. But that is such, so, so I was such an amazing connection. And I got interrupted because he was laughing because he's in the room and he's watching you. So <laughs> yeah. I didn't know what you were doing. Like somebody might be sitting here for a session and the person will come in and they'll say, well, you asked for help and you've done a lot of work on it and you've earned, you know, like if, if somebody is really trying or they'll get the help they need, maybe therapy or talk to somebody, whatever it is, they say that it's it's spiritual first, energetic first, and then it trickles down into the emotional state and then the body. The body being lower vibration takes longer to heal. Mm. So if somebody has literally done the work and the body's still going into that habit of fear or, or something like that, they will talk about it and literally address it and lift it. They'll, they'll accelerate it. But wow. that's because the person's intention has already been on healing. 
if we're in grief, we're not going to pick things up no matter what we do. Um, my mom, I thought, you know, she was physically, she was way better off outside her body. I know I'd be able to communicate with her. I thought I had no right to grieve. I was still grieving. I was able to channel for other people. I could not pick her up clearly for about a year, and mm. now she's my constant companion, you know? She just said not constant, like when you asked before. She's appropriate. Appropriate companion. She's my appropriate companion. But she helps with channeling. She's all, But when you're grieving, it's it's heavier. It it's does real. help them, though, to know that, you know, they're still around them. I oh, think. absolutely. So, I yeah. think I can't imagine how bad grief would be if you didn't know that. Yeah. I mean, I right. know it for I sure. I agree. Yeah. 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 I, mean, I agree. I, I know absolutely. We still miss them. Right. We love them. Yeah. It's it's hard. It's really hard. Yeah. And and very often when I'm channeling for friends, I'll just stop and, you know, Why, just lose yeah. it. You know? I had a, another good friend pass away, and I remember Jody was my friend for years and years, and I was very upset when she died, and I cried. But my friend Paula, who I knew in high school, when she passed, for some reason, it hit me a lot harder. And I think maybe because I had just seen her. But... It was really, it was, but it was, and my dad was concerned about me because I really was like unconsolable. I don't know what it was. It was just bizarre to me. And and I think that depending on how old you are, when, Mm -hmm. when you have something like that happen, there's really a sense of futility. Why go on? Mm -hmm. If it ends here, why go on? Mm -hmm. And that's why I really, I wish everyone could see what I see. And I just want to be one other cog in the wheel or brick in the wall as people build up and, and hear and see more and more and more until it's all just mm-hmm. open communication. But I, it, it's so hard. But if you really think that's it, how often? It's suffering. Yeah, for, to me, it seems like needless suffering. But I would never impose my belief system on someone else because I see it so I know. Mm-hmm. If somebody doesn't see it, if I didn't see it, I don't know. I, I hope I'd have faith in it, but I don't know. Right. I would so think that's it why would I respect. give you a sense yeah. of relief. Yeah, I think yes. And so you too. can finally exhale. Yeah. I am. Um, when It'd I lost with somebody very dear to me when I was 16, that was something I didn't realize hit me so hard until seven years later when I had a, a breakdown. And when I came out of that breakdown, I had realized just how dark I'd gone in those previous seven years. I thought, let me do this and let me do that and let me get through this as fast as possible. So I was, of course, doing everything that was terrible for me and getting into a a sort of a bad way of life. But I wish I had something like this back then. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because you just don't realize that that there's help out there right. for well, I, some I, sense of peace. I think that's true. I think Maya Angelou said the greatest thing, when you know better, you do better. And I think maybe you needed to go through that dark mm-hmm. to get to the light. And sometimes we learn in that place of pain. But yeah, it's it's a choice. It's really a choice too. And I think even, even though I channel and I know for sure, sometimes I get to that, I wouldn't say dark place, but grieving place where it's it's hard to be in the mm-hmm. physical world without people you know the people we love right. it's devastating and it could be very shocking when it's fast what's really scary is you know halloween is scary and all of that i think yeah. day of the dead when you really celebrate the dead people right? and you know they're there mm-hmm. and you're setting setting the table yeah. I, mean, I don't know that much those. about it yeah. culturally right but that seems to be a really valid celebration that we can acknowledge that they're with us. So what I was going to say next is what what she said, when you know better, you do better. I think 
The first thought is, oh my God, why didn't I figure it out sooner? But I think the fear you felt when you were 16 is probably what led you to the revelation that expanded you. Yeah, I really so, felt like life went radio silent. Yeah. I do. And then it was just like I didn't know what to do. It was it was a very strange time. Um, and sometimes I still cry about it. It's a very it's very weird. I think it's important to cry, to yeah. let yourself do that. Speaking of Dia de los Muertos, mm-hmm. I remember driving back from Cabo. We looked off the side and we went off the side of the road and we knew what day it was. Dia de los Muertos, you saw everything, you know, was happening, all of the celebrations, and there was a graveyard. Oh wow! And these, there were people there, and it was a celebration, and they were dancing around the graveyard, and it was probably one of the most wow. It it freaked me out a little bit, but it was a happy occasion. Yeah, right. kids were there, and, and it's, all kinds it's of really things. fascinating. Yeah. It was amazing, yeah, that, actually. I mean, I like, it's what? it's, it's interesting because I don't like hanging around in cemeteries, not so much because it's haunted, but because the heaviness of the of the energy right. there. Is that, well, I have a question about cemeteries. Generally, are cemeteries haunted, though? Are okay. they? I just know from what I've channeled. I channeled this guy who told his significant other, can you please tell my mother that I'm with her in the kitchen when she talks to me? Then we all go to the cemetery and we hang out there. Then we come home. <laughs> and I That's really great. don't like going. I'd rather hang out in the <laughs> we, kitchen. I, we all, and, I know we all go to the cemetery. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It, okay. It's it's really a fascinating thing. And I had an experience with my dad. I, you know, astral travel once in a while, but usually with a purpose. I don't just go zooming around or snooping on people. But my dad, shortly after he passed, he came and he was hanging out and he said, do you want to see where I am? And I said, sure. And I felt this really quick vibration and we were at the cemetery and I could look right through and he didn't look really good. I could kind of see through like x-ray vision. He didn't look great. My mother was upset that he showed me that, but I, that's my dad. He has a great sense of humor. Um, but, and he said, I'm not there. So I never want you to come here. Now let me show you where I am. And there was this really quick vibration. It was filled with light. I recognized his father, his brother, a few other people. The rest I didn't recognize, but they seemed to recognize me. He hugged me and he said, you can come visit me here. I'll come visit you. And sometimes when I'm asleep, I know I've had a visit or we play. And, um, you know, it's funny because... One of the times I was, we've been in California for 20 years, um, about 10 years ago I was in Massachusetts and I went to go to the cemetery and I got totally lost in a place I know. And I hear my father laughing and he says, well, let's just get the hell out of here. And I was like, okay. <laughs> You're like, all right. So I left. Oh, wow. You know, it's, so I know that that's not where he wants not where me he was. to. No, no. Now, how and, do dreams factor in? Um, dreams are, you're very high vibrations. You're open. I think there's a lot of Freudian stuff going on and I think Mm. there's, we'll we'll go over the stuff of the day, but I also think that we have real visits and real things happening. And, um, I've had several times where people have come in dreams and said, oh, I passed. And then I find out they did during the night. Um, so I get affirmation that way. I'm sure other people have, lots of people have stories like that. Um, but once in a while I'll have a real visit where when you, when you wake up and it feels tactile, visceral, it's a visit, you know, people Mm -hmm. know, and they're afraid to say it, but they know, but yeah, they do that with us. They don't want us to suffer. If we know they're fine and they're interacting with us, it can make our life so much better. One of the biggest things is that they're not missing out on what we think they're missing out on. And I can't tell you how many times they talk about, um, oh, there have been 
two kids born in the family since I went out of body. I held them before you did. And in fact, so-and-so who's now, you know, three years old makes the same funny face with a side eye that I would. It's not genetics. It's because they were hanging with me before coming in. I love that. So that's the thing. It's if we're grieving because we want to see their face and join it with us. Yeah, of course. But we don't need to grieve that they're missing it. So we still grieve. We still mm-hmm. do. And it's still really painful. Yeah. And you know, and it can have a physical effect on us. It solidifies. And validates, for uh, sure. The, the peacefulness that's actually really out there. Yeah. Right. It is. It right. is. And, and most of the scary things are to have fun. Marilyn, we just loved having I you know. back on the this show. This was fantastic. This was so great. Well, so great. thank you. This is so much fun. Now, we know that your book is coming out soon. It is coming out. I'm not allowed to talk about it yet, but shortly, oh, shortly. It's coming it's, out, though. It comes out in June oh. and, um, in hardcover, and we're really excited about it. And as soon as they give me the okay, we'll give you all the info. And, and we'll get it out to all you guys so, out there. So I like it. We're very excited. Yeah, we are, Yay. too. Thank you. Thank you. Find all our episodes at twofabfems.com or wherever you get your podcasts. And you can follow us. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. So stay tuned and stay fierce. A party every night. There's nothing scary. Well, I I wouldn't hang out at night. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, truth comes out. Yeah, see, you got a little scary at night, apparently. Yeah.